In the international news, Israel and Hamas has been in the news for a month. I'm not going down that route and talking about that. But I do see a trend in evangelical American Christianity that really bothers me and is very unbiblical and is, is just not right. And so I don't, I've never seen it here, but I want to do it just because, as I've said here, I won't make sure we're mature here. We get the meat of the word, not just the milk of the word, and we understand what's going on. There is a huge rise in American Christianity, even among some denominations, of anti-Semitism, blaming all the world's problems on the Jews. They even have a word for theology called replacement theology that says God is no longer doing anything with the Jews. They've been replaced by the church. I am not going to go into a long theo- I didn't even write any verses down because I don't want to do that. I don't feel led to do that. If you want to get into it, go to the Internet. Find the channel Ask Dr. Brown. That's Michael Brown. Uh, this week he did like a 50-minute thing. The guy's brilliant. He's got a doctorate, and he went through a lot of the different verses. So if you want to know more, fine. If not, I'm just sitting it at the, the high point. And so that's ask, A-S-K-D-R. I don't even think there's a space there, then space brown. The YouTube channel, it was sometime this week. You'll be able to find it if you want to get into all the verses. He's a Jew, and he goes and talks through it. This is what I want to make sure at least, you know, you can believe whatever you want to believe, but at least uh, I think I give up due justice to the Bible. And so that's why I did this, just as a uh, semblance of, of Judaism. I have never been, a lot of churches will emphasize Judaism, pray for Jerusalem's peace, do the feast. We have done Passover. It was years ago. We celebrated it several times. Uh, I wouldn't mind doing it again, but it is a lot of work to, to get set up, especially even for a crowd this size. Because if you ever looked, if any of you ever been on a Passover, a true Passover dinner, there's a lot of little things. It's really cool. And then the feast. I've just never been led that way. If you're led that way, it's great. Um, <clears throat> some people, I think, get too far carried away with it. I believe Jesus Christ came and he said, I have come to fulfill the law and the prophets. The feasts are good to remember. God does have a different calendar than us. All of that is good. But we need to realize the feast prophesied in different ways, what was going to happen in the New Testament. Passover was prophesying is the cross. The Feast of Tabernacles. you got to realize they had a literal tabernacle slash temple, depending on the, the time era that they lived in. And he said, go and, and live in these tents, because one day I'm going to live in the equivalent of tents. Tents were flimsy. Even compared to the tabernacle, let alone Solomon's temple, or uh, uh, I can't remember who did the second temple that Herod built on, but um, I guess that was Nehemiah and his crew. And so um, they were flimsy. Why? Because our bodies are flimsy. We're just mortal flesh. It was prophesying, one day I'm going to live in you. So it's good to, to, to do it, but to realize it's been fulfilled. All seven feasts have been fulfilled to one degree or another, or will at least by the end, by the time Jesus Christ comes back. And so it's cool, and but we have to realize its place. And so, but this is what bothers me: is I see anti-Semitism arise. It is it is not God, okay? 
Do you realize that Hitler's main justification, he was going to do it anyway, but his main justification for killing the Jews was Martin Luther's writings. Martin Luther, at the end of his life, got over into this spirit. And the reason he got he did it because he was trying to give the gospel to the Jews and the Jews were rejecting him. And he said, well, you killed Jesus anyway, so we're going to attack you. And, and Martin Luther, I heard that Martin Luther at the end of his life repented of it, but Hitler used those writings that are still out there as justification for killing the Jews. We have to realize the family of God started with Abraham. He said, I'm pulling a nation out to show how close I want to be if they want to be that close to me. Because we were all Gentiles before Abraham. Gentiles simply means humans. No, I mean, we're special, but no anything out of the ordinary. We were all Jews, Gentiles before then. He created a special family out of Abraham, and through him, the ancestry and the birth of Jesus Christ came through. And he said, I... So he started with them as a family. He made a marriage covenant with them. And they didn't often follow him. But he still said, this is what it looks like when a people follows me. I don't want to get into theology lesson. You can go listen to Ask Dr. Michael Brown. But um, what happened at the cross was they did kill Jesus. But that was the plan of God. Now, when they, it, it was prophesied ahead of time, they will reject so that I will then go to the whole world. And then I will come back and end this whole thing with them accepting me finally. And he hardened their hearts because he said it's time for the other nations to hear how good of a God I am. And it's very clear in the end times, he says, when we get our together, it will provoke them and they'll see the Messiah in us. And the end will end when the whole, as a whole, not everybody, the Jewish nation starts turning back to the Messiah. It was first their gospel. We do not replace them. We were grafted in. You go read Romans 6, 7, 8. We were grafted into the Jewish tree. It is by the grace of God that we have what we have because we weren't picked out to begin with. He could have just stuck with the Jews, but he said, I love John 3.16. He loved the whole world. Are we Jews? No. But we're grafted into the Jewish people. Are the Jewish people Gentiles? No. Now, do they have the same, today, do they have the same avenue to get saved as us? Yes. Now, there's a lot of weird teaching on that. Jesus Christ told them, told His disciples, all 12 of them, they were Jews, I am the way, the truth, and the life. There is no way to come to the Father except through Me. It's as simple as that. The plan of salvation went to them first. They rejected it, or they didn't have to, but they did. God hardened their heart. And He said, I'll bless the Gentiles if we follow Him. We were grafted into the same covenant that they had. It's as simple as that. If we attack the Jews, we're attacking our roots and we're attacking 
chapter, Jesus is going to end up at the end of the world. We're going to be saved generally as Gentiles, and so were the Jews. He has to do that. He started with them. If He abandons them, His Word as a bridegroom, His Word as a God to them is not very good. He will redeem them back. And if we attack the Jews... Now, there's a fine line here. Are the Jews perfect? No. They're sinners, like me and you. Are they doing everything in this world right? I doubt it. Do you think Americans have done everything right in Afghanistan, Iraq, Libya, Syria, Colombia? How many nations do you want me to do? We've been an atrocity. We have overthrown nations. So we have no right to point fingers. They're in self-defense. That's between them and God and their people. Are they perfect? No. Are they saved? Only if they've accepted Jesus Christ as their salvation. I wouldn't, they're not a Christian nation. One day they will. Why? You, we, we've got to guard the anti-Semitism because Jesus is a Jew. He's of the line of the King of David. But it was even prophetic. There were Gentiles in his ancestry. Ruth and Rahab. If you don't know who that is, that's another time. You can go stay. They were Gentiles. They're in his ancestry. They helped save the Jews. Especially Rahab. That Jericho. That was a prophetic statement. What was it? Why do you think that's there? Because we're going to help evangelize the Jews. That's good, isn't it? So guard against that. Now, we draw the line, are they doing everything right? No, but neither are we. They're just people with a covenant with God that don't realize it yet. But they have to get saved just the same way you are. They do not have a separate covenant. Some Christians get over that where they get saved a different way. No, there's one way. Jesus was real clear. I am the way, the truth, and the life. They had to believe Him before the cross. Every time they sacrificed a lamb... That lamb did not get them saved. It, the same thing that got them saved has got us saved. We get saved when we have a sin. John, 1 John 1, 9 says, confess your sins. He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all righteousness. We look back to the cross and the perfect lamb is Jesus Christ was the perfect sacrifice. We look back to the cross and that blood of Jesus, I know it's sort of gory, but I didn't write the book, is, is covers our sins. How did they get saved? That lamb did not save them. That lamb was a visual aid of the lamb that was coming. And so when they sacrificed that lamb, if they understood what they're doing, I don't know how many of them did, they were saying there is a lamb coming that will, after him will never have to sacrifice lambs again. So the only difference was they look forward to the Messiah when we look back to the Messiah. That's pretty cool, isn't it? But he chose them for whatever. He did not choose us in the beginning. I don't know where my ancestors were 4,000 years ago. I guess wandering northern Europe somewhere. But he didn't show up for them. He picked Abraham. But when he prophesied over Abraham, said, Your descendants will be as numerous as the stars. I've heard numbers. It's hard to tell. Somewhere 16, 20, 24 million Jews around the world. More Jews in New York City than there is in Israel. What's my point? That's not as numerous as the stars. My point is this. It was looking at you and me too. And prophesying that over me and you too. That's cool. 
But the devil will come along, and if we're not careful, we'll pick Ishmael's over Isaac's. And I'm not justifying what they do or not do. I'm not justifying what they do in Hollywood or not do. That's between them and God. But there's people, I'm sure all of us in this room, there's things we regret in our lifetimes. So I'm not going to throw any sticks at them because in the end, a huge portion of them is going to get saved. And then that's when Jesus Christ comes back, a Jew. We're not Jews. I guess you could say we're spiritually grafted in as Jews. Some people teach we're Jews. We're not. My blood's Gentile. But by His grace, I'm grafted into that family. I'm adopted. i got two adopted kids. They're, they're grafted into the Cooper family, but their name used to not be Cooper. That's the same way we are. Our name is Christian, the little Christ, even though it didn't used to be. But he's going to come down on Mount Olive, and we're all going to be one big happy family. Amen. All right, does that make sense? So don't give in to that, because that is a huge spirit. Entire American liberal denominations are coming out against Israel and becoming, they're becoming anti-Semitic, and you're, it cannot be, it's just a, as they followed the culture in other areas, they're following the culture in this area. It's very, very dangerous, because you're ultimately talking about against Jesus Christ. And so just don't go down that route. Do I understand everything? No. But that's the big picture.